Circle K is America's thirst stop. And yours. Especially when the weather gets... And you need to stay... Stay refreshed on the go with ice-cold Circle K favorites like freshly ground iced coffee, Froster, Polar Pop Cup, and more. And right now at Circle K, score with 28-ounce Gatorade. Any flavor, three for $5. When life's go, 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 make us your first stop. Because Circle K is America's thirst stop. Good morning, I'm your host David, a.k.a. Baba, and this is Thy Daily Edge. A fresh twist on the morning brief where I share my views on everything from recent news and current affairs to popular culture and personal finance. Hope you enjoy the show. Hello, good morning and welcome to the very first episode of Die Daily Edge. So, episode one, Theresa May has buggered off and Brexit is definitely happening. Hey ho, the PM is dead. I'm sure you've seen by now, she's out the door. RIP auntie, the evil you've done in this world is enough. Theresa May is done out here, she's gone. She's resigned. I'm sure you've probably seen all the memes. Did you see the tears that she was crying? Like someone had locked her in a room, strapped her to a chair and forced her to watch a three hour loop of the scene where Mufasa dies. What were all those tears about? So ugly. I mean, not that there's anything wrong with crying. You know, we're trying to get rid of toxic masculinity in 2019. However, those journalists that had the cheek to tell us that we're supposed to feel sorry for her. She's literally spent the last three years swiveling around and bumping into things like a malfunctioning android. Even on the very few occasions when she tried, tried, honestly, like tried her best to crack a smile, it looked like her servers were down and her neck was doing 404 error, please reload. But suddenly, suddenly, after being singularly responsible for death, deportation and poverty en masse, she suddenly had a software patch and came out to show us her new automated tear mechanism. It's a fuss. So anyway... Assuming the UK doesn't fold in on itself before June, our new PM will be in Downing Street by the end of July, with a scratch over 1,000 days left until the next scheduled general election, which should be on the 5th of May 2022. Now, at this point, I want you to pause. Just pause and realise, just really let it sink in, that David Cameron aside, we haven't had a PM sit for a full turn since Tony Blair. As in, so, I mean, let's go back all the way to what, the late 70s, 80s. Margaret Thatcher was the Prime Minister for 11 years. John Major was Prime Minister for 7 years. Tony Blair was Prime Minister for 10 years. And since then, we have been chopping and changing caretaker managers faster than Leicester City. It's it's ridiculous. Are we battling for relegation here? And now... Next in line to the Iron Throne, we've got a multiplayer death match between Boris Johnson, Michael Gove, Jeremy Hunt, Dominic Raab, Esther McVeigh, and pretty much anyone else who fancies a crack at it. Just take a deep breath and look at those names. Look at those names and tell me how on earth we ended up here. It's like one of those, it's the reverse of one of those Russian dolls, where every layer you go down, it's a bigger monster. And then... 
right at the end, right at the very end of the tunnel, after you've beaten all of them and you face the surprise boss, Sajid David, who pops out of nowhere, right when you think you've, you've done everything, then you've got who? What, like Jeremy Flipping Corbyn and David Lammy, who who does surprise acts by changing his face every five seconds like Arya Stark. Who does he even support anyway? I feel the the whole political scene is just so duplicitous. Who on earth are you supposed to support or vote for or, you know, just have any form of affinity with whatsoever? Because they're all mad. They're either evil or communists or worse, Andrea Leadsom. Do you remember when Boris Johnson became mayor of London and everyone thought he was just this wonderful, lovable oaf that just bundled around, knocking children to the floor, making these, you know, silly little errors and had no real idea what he was doing with the messy hair and the and the unkempt look. And everyone kind of laughed and cackled and took it as a bit of a joke. And then you realise that it was all a farce and that actually he was the Scooby-Doo villain all along. And on that note, can we finally just give up on this whole second referendum thing? I never really agreed with it anyway. I think it's unconstitutional in principle. However, I can fully understand why some people wanted it. Because a no-deal Brexit, the point at which we are now, is not what they voted for. Voting to leave, I mean, remember when they were selling us all of this Brexit stuff back in 2016. All we heard was the variety of amazing deals we could get, the various packages on offer, buy one, get one free, two for one. We heard about the Norway deal, the Denmark deal, Canada, Schengen. We had trade deals coming out of our ears. New deals with the WTO, Japan, the US, Australia, India. Two fish rip, pan, two fish rip. It was like being in a hawker's market on a Saturday morning. And the thing is, the real kicker for me is that at no point did it ever actually need to be this difficult, this convoluted. We've really just shot ourselves in the foot by sending a group of self-interested idiots to Brussels. All we had to do was send one competent negotiator, not Theresa May or any of her, her, her rabble. We just needed one competent negotiator to go to Brussels and just deliver anything resembling common sense and we would have been fine. But instead, we've been arguing among ourselves for the past three years. And now, now that it's all gone to the dogs, we have to sit here and listen to a chorus of Boris Johnson and Michael Gove singing, You've got to pick a pocket or two, boys. Where is our dignity as a nation? And now, now, we've sent UKIP Light, aka the Brexit Party, to Europe to seal the deal. Now, remember, all this time we've been focusing on Theresa May and her C-3PO impressions. Meanwhile, Nigel Farage has been hiding in the eaves, lurking among the bushels like a pantomime villain. And it's too late to shout, he's behind you, because he's literally already here. I really don't think you're understanding my level of disappointment here. Like, I know, as we all do, that you should never trust politicians you should never put any cachet in the things that they say or the representations that they make but we gave Theresa May our hard-earned cash we sent her to the shop to buy us a mango rubicon 
she got to the store they said it was out of stock and instead of buying something like a sensible person instead of buying something of equivalent value she's just come home empty-handed and said that she lost the change and now we're just standing here and she gets to waltz off into the distance with David Cameron, never to be heard from again. It's ridiculous. Anyway, all that aside, the EU was already running out of patience with Britain long before Theresa May announced her departure, so it's not about to get any easier. But we've got until October 31st to work something out. Let's see who wins this game of chicken. That's all for today, thanks for tuning in. Please don't forget to rate, to review and subscribe, it really helps the podcast. And if you have any comments or rebuttals, feel free to get at me on Twitter, at Edge or at Just Call Me Baba. Fifteen minutes could save you fifteen percent or more. Oh, that's a cheer we used to do in softball. Uh, what? It's uh actually Geico. Whenever someone hit a triple, we would wave our bats and yell, 15 minutes could save you fifteen percent or more." But we never got to use it because we would only hit home runs. Annoying. The phrase is from Geico because they help save people money. Geico? Yeah, they were our team sponsor. Geico. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Oh, that's a cheer we used to do in softball. Uh, what? It's, uh, actually Geico's. Whenever someone hit a triple, we would wave our bats and yell, 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. But we never got to use it because we would only hit home runs. Annoying. The phrase is from Geico because they help save people money. Geico? Yeah, they were our team sponsor. Geico. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more.